Hi, this is Wendy Blackheart from heartfulofblack.com. This Massacast is for adults only, so if you're not old enough, please go somewhere else. The Massacast is supported by listeners like you. If you like what you hear and want to hear more, then go to massacast.com and click on donate, because unlike my fist, money doesn't come out of our asses. Thank you. (laughs) Sexy voices make me think, and that question... So how did you get started in kink? Sadists, sluts, subs, doms, and slaves. Here's a place where all are safe. All Massacast. All Massacast. Can you hear it? Hear it, here. Kink is in your ear. Licentiously, pervertedly, alluringly, luring me, I'll just be listening to Massacast. Massacast. Hi, welcome to another episode. Thank you for downloading it. Uh, if, oh, then again, maybe you, you haven't downloaded. Maybe you're listening on the newly redesigned Massacast website, massacast.com. Uh, just a few changes, you know, looks a little nicer. Yeah, uh, I'd like to know what you think. Uh, email me, massacast at gmail.com. Uh, if there's, uh, you know, if you don't like it or if you do like it, I'd like to know uh, if I should make any changes or not. Uh, it's spring, and I've got lots of interviews on the way, so uh, I promise not to, to keep them as far apart as I have in, in the past. These, uh, these episodes will be much more sure, closer together. I'm not going to wait longer than two weeks. So. so in this episode, Mistress Winter sat down and uh, talked with her. She was uh, a lot of fun, as you can tell by her laugh. Uh, and as, uh, as always, I started by asking her if there's anything in her childhood that really struck a chord to let her know that... Wow, she's kinky. I know, and I, and I kind of wish that there were because it makes a better story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If it's like, and then I tied the boy to the tree, and as I was kicking him in the family jewels, I said to myself, "Yes," <laughs> but no, no. I was, um, I, I think that I always sort of wanted to have things my own way, mm-hmm. um, and I think that that was probably my first you know sort of expression of of you know of, of being a dominant person was that i really did want to have things my own way um but but that was something that that didn't necessarily translate into me being a bossy person because i wasn't bossy mm-hmm. and i wasn't bad tempered and i wasn't you know I, you know what i mean people weren't scared of me i just was pretty firm yeah you know it just they just really you know i would kind of talk other people into seeing things my way because really if you think about it doesn't it make more sense to do it than you? Uh, yes and then people go you know it kind of does and even when i was a kid so this is you know this is something that was just kind of there i can remember the first really um like snm exchange that i had but i think i was i think i was already maybe 18 or something um, when it, when I had my first genuine like holy crap that was hot to hit him. Yeah. Well, um, was it was it something you just 
did it instinctively, or that something that maybe you were exposed from the, on the outside, no, and then I you was, got like you, no, saw, you saw a, po- a photo of a woman beating a guy, and then I was doing naughty things with a boy because you know I was in college. That's sure, what you do as many boys as possible. <laughs> you only got four years, and there's thousands of guys there. See, there weren't women. <laughs> I didn't run into the women like you in college, unfortunately. But you know, oh my God, yeah. I was with some idiot boy. Um, he was cute though, so he was clearly he was clearly an ass. But he was pretty cute, and I had had a drink or seven, and so I decided that he should come back to my room, and hence he did. Um, oh, I just remembered something else about that. That's hilarious. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you this. In a second. I just had a, I completely forgot this the one thing. But we were doing the deed of darkness, not the good deeds that I do now, but you know, just having sex. Mm-hmm. And he said something. It just pissed me off, and I just slapped his face while we were having sex. And his entire expression just changed. You know what I mean? So I don't know if I sensed that that was going to be okay, to, but... I just, I yeah, I just reached down and I slapped his face so hard it rocked. And he, it was a look of shock on his face or a look of it, hotness? It was, or what? it was hot shock. Yeah. Yeah. Hot shock. <laughs> I rented that once. That should be the name of a band. Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely hot shock. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, his entire demeanor changed. Um, and I just, and it was a very clear moment of, yeah, that's so <laughs> hot. Oh my God, what a, it's swap. And so I slapped him again and I, you know, and I, and I said bad things to him. I can't even remember what, because at that point my, my bad things vocabulary was not as, um, as good as it is now because, you know, I have spent in fact a long time honing <laughs> that skill. <laughs> but I also, and this is what I just remembered. I remember... Um, after we'd had sex and, and he's laying cowering in the bed and I'm great, I'm better than ever. Yeah. You know, it wasn't even about sex at this point. I was just totally fucking out of my mind high. Um, it was just so great. And I told him that I liked his watch and I made him give it to me. <laughs> I totally forgot that. <laughs> I'm supposed you still have it. No, I don't. No, it's too bad. <laughs> no, no, I wish I did. You'd have that but framed somewhere. I remember that, and, and I remember wearing his watch the next day in class, and I had him in one of my classes, and he just shame. It was just like so much like you could see the hot shock was still on him, <laughs> and I'm wearing his watch in class. It was, and of course, the whole fabulous. thing is coming back every single time you look at it. Every time yeah. he looks at it, yeah, yeah, it was hilarious. I completely forgot though that I said I like your watch. Give it to me. That's we, awesome. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when when this happened. After this experience, when did you do it again, or did you have him over another time? Or uh, no, no, no. He was he was he was what he was. Mm-hmm. No, he, he was what he was. He was he was a moment. It was good, fine, whatever. But it was again. He 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 really was like, man. It's you know, it's Wednesday night, and I'm bored to shit. I got nothing to do until my ten thirty study class. Yeah, that's what he was. Um, <laughs> what? That's a, hey, listen. It still it still served a purpose, obviously, right? It served my purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, and I think this was, I went to school fairly young. I think I was seventeen when I went to university. So mm-hmm. I think it was like I think it was probably close to the end of my sophomore year, or maybe my junior year. I can't remember exactly when I had this epiphany. Um, Unfortunately, one finds that all men are not into this. Yes, <laughs> you might want to be a little cautious with the smacking and the things. <laughs> but you know, you I, I I never I never really found anyone who seemed like they were amenable to the slappage and give me your watch. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, so that really was not, um, that, that was not a consistent, uh, part of college at all. It was just really a clarifying moment that I put in a good place. And, and probably thought of fondly. Yes, often, of course. Obviously. Yes, yes, masturbatorial. Yes. Yes. I, I, I foddered myself. <laughs> <laughs> so when, when did it come back? I mean, when did you start doing it more regularly or did you, because, because of what, what comes to mind when you said that. Is uh, is that yeah? Not every guy is going to be into this, but and I was thinking, you know, <laughs> submissives have the benefit of of being able to wait and see, right? I mean, a submissive doesn't have to bring it up, right? To in order to get it to, for for it to happen, right? Where, but a dominant yeah. almost has to either either has to be presented with it or or yeah, or has or, to or just choke a bitch out and then hope you don't go to jail, for right? It. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so you have to you have to you have to say, listen, I would love to spank you or something like that. You have to you have to bring up the well, bring up the I'm, conversation. I'm very intuitive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and it was you know I went to a to a small private university, um, and it was such a it was so it was like such close quarters, you know what I mean, that, that that people were not really going to discuss this kind of thing with me. Uh-huh. I found that there were a couple of people who would very secretly be into, um, you know, into like a little, you know, you know, a little slap and tickle kind of a thing. But it wasn't, uh, college was not my big thing. What I think, when I moved to New York, I immediately um, became, you know, the seediest human being possible um and i was you know and i was the, the biker bars and mm-hmm. the, you know because that's where i was happy and comfortable um it wasn't i don't think it was terribly long after school that i started you know that 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 i really found a group of people who were more sm friendly but i wasn't even really fully aware of what that was you know what i mean it it wasn't exactly the same time um, it wasn't really like you could just go on the internet and, and look up, you know, slapped a boy in the face, got my rocks off. Yeah. What is that? It, w- it wasn't the same time. Um, and so it wasn't really quite as easy to find out exactly what it was I was trying to find out. Yeah. Um, and it's not like any of my friends were talking about it either. So, it, you know, in that same way that, that a lot of submissive men, you know, that I know had to keep the secrets, mm-hmm. so did I. Because you have to find the right group of people, and when you didn't have access, you know there 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 wasn't a lot of fetish party stuff going on. It was it was a little bit of a different time. Um, so I I ended up working at a place called Leather Ladies, which was one of the first commercial houses in New York City. How did you find that place? Um, a friend of a friend of a friend at a biker bar. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just just to backtrack just a little bit. <laughs> You said you met a group of people that were that happened to be SM friendly. How did you discover these people, or how did you find out? Wow, these people are into that because because it was at a biker bar and everyone's dressed up in leather and the chicks are tough and the guys are tougher and well, there you go. People talk. There you go. Well, there you go. As far yeah. as when beer starts flowing, yeah. It, well, yeah. I mean, and it was it was a place, yeah it was a place called Alcatraz down on uh, St. Mark's and A when it wasn't a great neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when it was the Tompkins riots and all of that, yeah. and it was just, it was just, a, you know, but it was just a group of people who would, you know, who would laugh 
the way I laugh with my friends about SM now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's like there's a constant running joke with me and my you know with with me and my scene mm-hmm. friends because it's there and yeah. it's 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 understood. So you know you don't really think about it. You're just constantly referring to it in a very, you know, you don't necessarily need to use the words, but there's always the feeling there that you know there's always an S and M joke ready to be, you know, there's always something. Yeah, there's always a subtle something. Exactly, that, yeah. and that's and that's kind of how it was. Right. Um, and you know, guys in the guys in the gangs were not afraid to talk about these things, and they knew absolutely that I was not going to be one of the bitches who got slapped around. <laughs> yeah. But they were really happy to talk to me about stuff, and uh, through them. I met some doms who worked at Leather Ladies, uh-huh. and you know, so it was it was sort of like that. And then after I had thought about it, I was like, you know, I just feel like I really need to go look at this, and I did. Uh, so I went and looked at it. Then I moved to Los Angeles, and I did some uh, did some Hollywood stuff, um, and had a friend out there who worked at a place in LA. And I went over and I played a little bit more. And by the time I got back to New York, I was like, screw this, I I. I have to give up all my vanilla jobs because I'm just really, really liking this too much. Yeah, and that was pretty much that was pretty much that. It was really at Leather Ladies, Belle de Jour, um, who's one of the staples of um, of SM, mm-hmm. you know, in New York, was the owner of Leather Ladies. So I, yeah, so it's sort of that. That's you know, that's how I got into the commercial end of it, the professional end of it, was through her. When, as far as your as far as the personal side to yourself, did you find um, doing it professionally satisfied all of your dominant um, needs? Yeah, or of course not. Well, and that, that's well, that's my question. Is, <laughs> is it how did you how did you get your personal needs met? Uh, how did you meet people? Well, that's for your- just a whole lot easier. I mean, that's just me. You know, I mean that that was really again that was sort of where I was and where I hung out and who I knew. You know what I mean? It yeah. becomes it becomes much easier. If you're hanging out with a bunch of rock and roll freaks and you're hanging out with a bunch of bikers and everyone you know is dressed in leather anyway. <laughs> Not even because of the scene, but because fuck this, I want to dress in leather and yeah. this is who I am. But I was I was very much a part of, you know, of a very underground rock scene. Um and there were no taboos. There were no taboos. And so it was, it would just almost be like, you know, just so you, you know, you want to go and, uh, you know, I got some shit at home. You know what I mean? I got some chains. I got some rope. I got some whatever. You like being tied up and they'd be like, yeah, awesome. Yeah. I mean, it was that simple. Um, and then, you know, you would, you know, then there were longer term things where there was, you know, a little bit more uh, personal play. But because the professional end of it was never um, sexual for me, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? In, in terms of, you know, right. here, 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 lick that. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Sure, of course. Of course. <laughs> um, you know, it's obviously not getting my actual, my needs fulfilled in yeah. terms of, you know. And you can't really do everything you want to do. In a professional scene, because it's you know, oh, <laughs> it's of course, no, for me, yeah, well, it's not frowned on by, by, by many people, by me. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, obviously, I had to satisfy that, um, and I would just, but it was really easy, you know. Or I would just, I would just like have, I would just wear like handcuffs, you know, like on a belt or on my on my bag or on my whatever. And people would be like, oh, I see you got handcuffs. Were well, you going to tie me up? And I'd be like, in fact, yes. <laughs> yes, I am. And I suppose and if they I weren't would. into that, and if they weren't into that, they'd be... They'd be like, what the fuck are you doing with handcuffs? All good. None of your damn business. Exactly. So, yeah. So there were, you know, there were there were subtle signs, but it was really just a very open community. Can you describe the, the Hellfire Club and the vault, what they were like? Uh... I never went to Hellfire. Okay. Um, the, yeah, I was, um, I was, I was pretty, I was pretty young 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I missed Hellfire. Um, but, you know, generally the the guys that I was hanging out with were significantly older than I was. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, guys your own age really hadn't found that comfort zone yet sure. with, you know, look at me, I'm a perv. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> so um, so so the guys were older and had talked about... Now, Vault I, Vault I went to, Vault was... God. Um, <laughs> Vault was, was kind of... <sighs> I don't, I don't know. I never loved it, but I loved the idea of it. So even when I was there, you know, even when I would go, I still enjoyed it more in theory than I did in fact. That's, that's what a lot of parties are kind of. And a lot that's of what everything like, is. Yeah, it's like people. You know, I don't really like people. I just like the idea of having people around to mm-hmm. do things for me, but I don't really want them around me. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I want them to come and bring me food and clean my house. Sure. And, yeah, do my laundry, but I don't really want them in my space. But I really feel that way about most things. Yeah, in theory, I'm a big fan of everything in reality. No, I'm, I'm the same way. For, for, for the most part, you think, oh, this party is going to be a lot of fun because it says... It, it says, says all these it's going to be fun. And it says all these different things <laughs> it's that's going to be happening. guarantees right. that it's going to like, be really there's fun. Gonna, there's going to be a lion tamer there and you show up. <laughs> no. And it's a guy with a, you know, a small chair and a cat dressed, you know, that hasn't been shaved in a while. So. <laughs> it's Monty Python, the lion tamer. Yes, yeah, a lion tamer. <laughs> it would be Via lion banking. Tamer. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. I mean, that's what it, a lot of events and things feel that way too. But, but know? that's the thing is, even even when you're there, you know, you're standing there going, "God, I wish this is what I thought it was going to be." And had I not gone, I could have sit around. God, I really wish I would have gone. Which I found, I almost prefer. Yeah. I almost prefer going. Really, I missed a good party. Then I went. My feet hurt, someone spilled a drink on me. Why do people have to touch me? Why do people have to talk to me? And that's how I get. Uh-huh. It's like, really? Really, you want to talk to me? Why? <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, what was it in there? I'm I mean, such a fucking crankster. Was you watching <laughs> walk in there? It was just... It was... It was... It was, um, it was, it was a big, dark club. Uh-huh. Um, there were performances that were going on, but not like, you know, not like over the top, you know... Fire it's not like the Moulin Rouge or something. No, yeah. no. It was you would see mistresses doing things with their slaves. You would see little things, you know, like little scenes, mm-hmm. you know, set in different places. The bathrooms were horrifying. I cannot tell you the first time I went to the bathroom and I turned around, there was a line of guys following me, and I was like, "Really? <laughs> How can I assist you? Wow, you bunch of fucking wow. freak toys! I'm not That's even getting there. Horrible. Like, yeah." <laughs> Like waiting to come into the bathroom with their dicks in their hands. That's crazy. Like, you have no idea. You have no idea. I was like, this is not for me. Right. Okay. <laughs> None of you have amused me. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, that was that was the moment I learned that you must go with posse to the bathroom. Leave your social skills at the oh, door. Oh my god! Literally. You would not want to take your shoes off. I would not. Well, there was a period in time in New York where I didn't want to wear pants that touched the ground anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was was soaking up body fluids everywhere I went. So there was a very long period of time where every pair of pants had to be, you know, it's like I'm only wearing skirts. Yeah, scrap bar, I would never wear pants. That old joke why they call it 42nd Street because you only want to stay 40 seconds on it. (laughs) I remember seeing that in a George Carlin. Show or something like that, and I, was, I just was yeah. fascinated. But that's but that's actually that was that was really how how it was. And guys were standing around with their dicks out, jerking off all over the place. Jesus, 
Yeah. It wasn't pretty. And it was not what I wanted to see SM as being. And so, since I just, since that wasn't what I wanted to see it as, I chose not to go. Mm-hmm. And build it up in my mind as being something significantly less hideous than it really was. Because it's easier for me. I'm very, right. I'm very self-centered. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you're fucking up my picture. <laughs> you're ruining my illusions. And that's how I'm, I'm the same. Same with parties right now. Well, the same thing, like, party, not for most, not all events, but many events today, they'll, you know, it'll be a party on a, especially in New York now, there's so many events going on. There's almost something going every night. And and you look at the, uh, you know, you know it's hit the mainstream when I get Facebook invites from, 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 from. Thank you. Like, there's a party, it's a Facebook invite for this huge, crazy, kinky party. And, uh, and they're listing (laughs) everything on it. And. I know from experience now that 90% of what they're saying is either a complete oh, lie. Thank you. It's such an exaggeration. Yeah, exactly. It's such an exaggeration. Yeah, the fire walkers. It's someone walking around with a match in their hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, just, I, just, I just don't go. In fact, one of um, Chris from Smack was very clever because he knew to get me to his parties. He said, yeah, just put my name on a flyer. So yeah. he would, yes, yeah, so I'd find out my name was on a flyer and I'd be like, really? Am yeah. I, I guess I'm going to your party, right? <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, you can't make me, you just can't make me. Yeah. I'm a terrible human being this mm. way. And for a pro dom, you know, everyone's like, you really <laughs> should keep your face out there. No, I shouldn't. You don't want me to hate you. Mm-hmm. And if I go to this party, I'm going to hate you. Yeah. It's going, every one of you, I'll never see any of you, I'll never session with any of you, and in fact, I might quit. Sure. So you, <laughs> I've given up my career because one person too many has chased me to the bathroom offering me cash to pee on his head. Really? Yeah. And so fact, one guy was actually responsible for, for a year of me not going to parties. Oh, wow. Because he wouldn't stop every time he saw me. Every fucking time. Oh, he says, when are you going to pee on me? No, I don't. I really don't. The more you ask me, the more it occurs to me that not only am I not going to pee on you, I may stop peeing altogether. Why is it? <laughs> there seems to be a huge disconnect for some reason. I don't know, I don't know if it's... <laughs> and this is something that has not changed, I don't believe, is that... Is that uh, there, there seems to be a situation where just because someone is known to be involved in something kinky, whether they're doing it professionally as a hobby or they right. write about it or whatever, there seems to be a, there's a certain group of people. Okay, there, let me rephrase it. There's a certain group of weirdos <laughs> who know how to. They just they'll they'll approach and they'll think, oh, because she wrote about liking to spank. One guy in particular, she means all guys, right? Especially me. Yeah. She really means me. She, she wrote that for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's an amazingly self-centered kind of a, you know. Well, I mean, as a, as, as a dominant, you know, I have, I have the theory that all subs are incredibly selfish anyway. Because it's part of the submissive deal. It's like, I'm going to give myself to you completely as long as you do all the work. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like I lay here quietly and, and allow you to do everything. <laughs> so I think that there is... I can, sure, I can see that. Sure. It's, well, it's true. I mean, there's none. There's no planning. They don't do anything. They go, just don't do this. <laughs> and that misses you go crazy. And that's lifestyle or professional. Again, it's just like, you know, it's like service. I always love the fact that, you know, this this whole service-oriented submissive thing. Did you see that whole blog thing I did on the I, I, oh, I did, I did. God. But there's there's this I idea of this service-oriented that, submissive <laughs> choosing what not to do. I yeah. just I love that yeah. idea. That's really yeah. hilarious. I want to serve you, but here's what I want you to wear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And here's when I want to do it. Yeah. And here's how I want to do it. And this is, I really don't like that at all. And I can't do it after nine and I have a party or a date or, but let me sure. serve you between three and three, forty-five. Right. Right. Every other Sunday, yeah. Well, I remember when I first discovered <laughs> service. I was 
well, I heard about it and I thought, wow, that doesn't sound sexy at all, right? I remember that's what I thought. I thought, this doesn't sound sexy at all. And then um, I saw someone's profile. Uh, they were, you know, looking for someone to do service. And when I started reading, I started asking them questions and stuff. I thought, oh, I'll, I'll give this a shot just out of curiosity. And it was so different than what I was, with what I had read. And I loved it because right. the fact that they weren't looking over my shoulder the whole time. And oh, the whole, you know, it was what it was, a dream. It was so much. It was so much nicer than I because I was. I was worried there was going to be the whole thing was going to be one big scene, you know, but it wasn't, and it was yeah. really. And, and and I'm always dreaming that it's not going to be one big scene. Yeah, and that very rarely happens. Yeah, there are very very few service subs who are not actually and genuinely there for you to chase them around for two or three hours. And I simply do my own things. I will clean my own floors and my own fucking toilet. Yeah, because I don't have to hit myself on the ass with a riding crop and tell me what a bad job I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. I, I, <laughs> if I want a bad job done, you know, I just won't do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just let it be dirty. What I, the fuck? I I mean, save myself some time by not inviting you. Yes, over, exactly. Right? I mean, I mean, that's the thing is, you know, I can get something done in one minute where it takes the service up. It can take me three weeks to schedule it. It's like, no, I need it done now. Yeah. I need it done right now. And this is what you said you were here for. I remember I, I did... After I first discovered service, I remember because it was a it was a non sexual relationship I had. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I remember thinking, you know, I would like to do this for, I would like to do this for someone who I'm also sexually involved. With, of course, right? and <laughs> would. Would, who wouldn't, right? Uh, I, I remember I would I, I like I met a couple women online who you know they said oh, okay come on over and I I would do it and they were they were surprised because they said, they said I don't remember how they phrased it but almost all the time they would say something like. You're not making any mistakes. Uh, like, You're actually doing what you yeah. said you wanted to they, do. Well, because they, 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 all of their experiences were people would come over and purposely make, purposely break something or purposely do whatever in order to get to get punished, right? To get attention. Yeah, and yeah. that seems sort of counterproductive. I know, know. I know. I, yeah, I mean, I mean, if I have to tell someone if there are dishes in the sink, do them. Yeah. What part of that doesn't make sense? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I knew that from when I was a child. Yeah. You know, you don't. You, you know, it's like I wonder if I should clean. If there are dishes in the sink, fucking clean them. You know, and don't stand around like in my door staring at me. Well, uh, waiting for me to I'll tell the, you. I'll be the first to admit I'm I'm not good at looking at a room and knowing what needs to be done. Yeah. But I'm very good at you know make a schedule make a schedule. Uh, of what yeah. needs to be done at what days, and I can I can do that. But. Yeah, I know. I've had I've had really I, I I've never actually had a service sub work out. Really? No, because it always comes down to gosh, do I want to serve or do I want to go to a party and meet someone? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it's it's really you know you're a service sub only when there's nothing else to do. Yeah. And that doesn't really work out for exactly, me. Exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> I kind of need you now mm-hmm. is the thing. You know, I don't need you at like 4 a.m. after you've been partying all night with, you know, and, you know. Get, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so there are some, yeah, there are some definite issues about service subs that I, I've really given up on them completely. Really? Yeah, I really genuinely have. In fact, the last time I needed a head-to-toe cleaning, I just hired a maid. Paid her. <laughs> sure, yeah. I would, I, I would, I'd rather give you 50 bucks an hour and have my place clean. Yeah. Than spend seven hours of my day wishing around and god forbid you're not wearing your heels yeah you know put on oh could you wear your boots why do i have to wear my boots when you're cleaning the house yeah because yeah i would serve better <laughs> yeah. it's scientifically proven yes comet, I... <laughs> comet only works if you're wearing boots it's true didn't you know and, this and and the stove gets cleaner if you has the extra red uh, lipstick on yes because the, yeah i need very dark red lips to clean the stove it specifically says soft scrub <laughs> it's only as directed <laughs> And while wearing fishnets. <laughs> or 
cor- or corset. Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, please put your corset on because that'll make me much more productive. And uh, you know, it it really it really ends up being a very very selfish, um, you know. Uh, again, and I and I don't want to say that all subs are selfish because obviously they're not. But there is that there is that core to it, and I find that a lot of the service subs that that I've dealt with, it's very self centered. It's really that they get a whole lot of attention for not really doing anything. Yeah. And then they get angry attention. You know, if they mess up then they then they, you know, or if they don't show up or they don't come through then then they get the angry attention from yeah. the mistress. It's but it's something it's some sort of attention. Yeah. Like there is um I think there, there seems to be a a progr- or at least for me there was a very big progression as far as is uh my experience level and what I was interested in at the time. Like, uh, you know, at first, I when I first discovered kink, I was thinking, this is just something that goes along with sex, right? So there's <laughs> sex and, you know, and right. this, is what, well, this is what was in my mind, right? Um, and, and the same thing goes for, like, with, with service. The service could be, uh, you know, it is a selfish thing for me as well because I like to make to her that. happy, right? So yes. it, it is selfish as well. Um, but you're actually not happy unless she is happy. Right. So that means that you're actually doing her service. Right, but, <laughs> yes. But, yes, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's a selfish... Well, of course, you know. well, everything. I mean, I mean, we're human. Oh. Every single thing we do is selfish. I, I just remember thinking, if I ever... I, was, I think I've only been corrected while doing service once. You know, as far as receive punishment. For it. Right. It was the most traumatic thing in Aww. the world for me because it was so... Because it wasn't the pain of it. It was just knowing I just pleased, right? Yes. It was, it was a very shame. difficult. Right. It was really hard. And, uh, you know, that was a very... But I, no, I never did it again, of course. Well, yeah. and But but it, but it also really gives you some kind of insight into why would why would someone go out of their way to do everything wrong? Yeah. That's kind of an amazing thing when you think about it. It's like, oh, oops. Ooh, I suppose everyone's kink manifests in its own yeah, but way. You, but, you yeah, but, but it does seem like there ought to be more people who it's, actually do want to do the service instead of saying they want to do it. But again, I, th- I think uh, I could be wrong about this. But You are. If, if, someone, <laughs> if <laughs> someone early on in their progression... Just because they want to get any kind of yeah, play, they might they might treat yes, that route. Yes, but but I mean I mean like that where I went off in my blog when I mm-hmm. had that very long. This is someone who's been doing this for 10, 12 years. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Scam artist basically. And that is very frustrating because that's you know I I try not to use my subs. You know what I mean to make them feel like they've been used mm-hmm. because I feel like it should be a very mutual. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's 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 very symbiotic to me. Yeah. You know, both of you should feel very fulfilled yeah. by by all the aspects of your relationship. It is all give and take. And when I feel like I'm being used, and that's what it feels like. I love the psychological stuff behind SM, and because because I don't think it's a sickness or a twisted. You know, I don't I don't think that there's something wrong. But I think that in a lot of cases, you can find the moment. And um, and especially in a fetishist, you know, it's like there's a moment where it's like whoa, and that is the fetish. Yeah. And the fetish never goes. The fetish never dies. I've always wondered because I don't I I don't really understand fetishes. I don't really have one. I mean I. No, you can like things very much without having a fetish for them. Right. And I think that people use fetish far too generally. Yeah. I just, you know, you can't have a fetish for everything, okay? And and it's interesting. I'll say, you know, I'll hear people saying I have a latex fetish. No, you don't, okay? Because here's the thing: if you have a fetish, you will do what you have to do to fulfill that fetish. Mm-hmm. So, if you have a foot fetish, you will, in fact, cheat on your significant other 
if they're not into your foot fetish. You don't have a choice. This fetish must be fulfilled because it consumes. Okay? Someone has a latex fetish, they're not going to leave their wife and children to rub a piece of latex on their lips. They just really think it's hot. Sure. It's yeah, sexy. Right. It's a, sexy as shit. Yeah. But it is not the same thing as the consumption that surrounds a fetish. I mean, it is pervasive. It is constant. And e- even even when a fetishist has their fetish and they just finished with you know like it's like they've had an explosive orgasm and they've experienced the full you know d- depravity of rolling around in their fetish and really mm-hmm. loving it. When they have finished, that fetish is just as important as it was. Right before they came, it doesn't diminish. Do you do you see a? I mean, I think probably foot fetish. Do you think that's probably the most common? I think I think that foot fetish is probably the most acceptable. Mm. It probably is the most common. I have a full set of theories about why foot fetishism is um, as common as it is. I'd love to hear. Um, well, in in my humble opinion, I think I think that foot fetish is something that happens at such an early age. And I think that it has to do with well, I think it has to do with a number of different things, and there are a lot of psychological, um, you know, there's there are a lot of theories behind it. But here's my thought on the, uh, on foot fetishism: is that the, if if you're a ch- you know a child, a baby, a toddler, mm. right? You're always you're playing, you're around, you're on the ground, always lower than the people who are around you. Okay, and. Parents and I and you see this a lot actually without realizing it. You don't want to just bend down and play with the kid, but you don't want to ignore the kid either. So you just kind of stick your foot out. You just rock him around. I do the same thing with my cats. So I just don't want to bend down. You're not quite important enough for me to stop what I'm doing, but you're not completely unimportant either. Mm-hmm. So I'll acknowledge you, but I'll acknowledge you with the part of me that's closest to you, which is closest to the ground. You will be you'll be given attention, but you'll be given attention under my feet. Mm-hmm. You'll be given attention as a secondary human being. Sort of, it's sort of like imprinting in animals. Uh, yeah. yeah, think about that. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, with carriages, you know, or like like little um, bassinets, whatever, you know, little beds you rock on. You can do everything. You can continue to talk on the phone, smoke cigarettes, drink coffee, watch TV, read books, and rock here. It, it gives the child a secondary yeah. importance. But, and, and, and the more foot fetishes I know, and the more actually real fetishes I know, it's not that they don't, you know, every foot fetish I know wants to be under you. And, it, and it's, it's always brought into my mind a picture of the coffee clatch of mothers around a table uh-huh. and the baby playing at the feet. That makes sense. I mean, how many times have you seen yeah. You know, it's like babies are playing at their feet. You, you're still there. You, you play with them. Absolutely, yeah. And, there is, and, and, and that's what I really think has a lot to do with it. In fact, um, if you ask most people who have, and especially a foot fetish, how long they've had it, they've never not had it as far as they know. Uh-huh. I, uh, it's fascinating, isn't it? It, it is very, <laughs> it's very... It's very... I wish I had something to, to equate with it. I mean, I suppose it, it just... Sex or, or the need for orgasm or, or the need for something, kissing or whatever. I don't have anything that, I mean, I like kissing feet, but I also like kissing elbows, you know, whatever. I, mean, you know? I just like kissing. Sure. I just like, Kisses whatever. are good, I'm yeah. Cool with whatever part of the yeah, body yeah, you stick it out there, I'll worship it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I've, I've always been curious because I've, I have, every now and again, there have been, uh, uh, like, I'll meet a submissive guy at a party or something like that, and we'll get along and have a conversation, whatever. And, Exchange emails or, or something, and 
there's one guy in particular, some for some was a friend of a friend. We exchanged phone numbers. I don't even know how it happened. Probably because he was yeah. dating this girl. Whatever. I got a I got his number. Yeah. He will send me emails or text messages <laughs> saying, "Hey, are you going to go to the, this party tonight?" Or are you at this party right now? And I'll say yes. And he'll say, are there a lot of women in high heels there? What? Are you, are you kidding me? Because he, he won't come out unless there's a lot of women out. Yeah. And so, and, I, and it really bothers the crap out of me. Because he's not, it's not like I I will text message him saying, hey, how's it going? Are you at work right now? Are there are a lot of vaginas over there right now. <laughs> you know, I don't do that. No, I don't. <laughs> It's just a. It's just Wait, sort of a. Just do it. So what I will do just sometimes? Do it. No, do I, it well, once. No, what I'll do. Here's, here's what I'll do. I will. I've done the exact opposite now. I've, I've, I will text message him after party. I'm like, oh, you missed it so last night. You really missed a really good one. And then, and then when he he text sends me a text when I'm at a party, I'll always tell him no. No one's wearing high heels no, here. That's so weird. Yeah. Everyone's in UGG boots. Yeah. This is an UGG boot themed yeah. party. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Everyone's wearing Chuck Taylors for some reason. I don't know. Well, you know, this is, I mean, this is something that I've spent, that, that I've become more and more interested in. Um, my, my significant boy is a foot fetish, and mm-hmm. so um, I've really discussed a lot of things with him at a level, you know what I mean, that's obviously at a much deeper level than most people get with, you know yeah. how it is. Yeah. Um, and because of that, I've become very, very interested in the fetish in general. And interestingly enough, the more I learn about fetishes, the, the less likely I am to indulge people's fetishes. Because uh... well, 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 not just because they're so incredibly sexual, and they are. Yeah, you know, it's like I'm sorry, but if someone's got a foot fetish, that is sex to yeah. them. Yeah. It is. You right. know, you can't. There's no two. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. That is sex to that person. Yeah. Um, and so you have to be comfortable being a provider of this level of their sexual being. And I normally would be, but but you know, as you've probably seen on my blog, my boy and I have an understanding, which is I don't do foot stuff because. That that's belongs to him, and that's a gift that I give to him that he will always know. Yeah, and that's really it's it's hugely important because even though it might not have the same importance to you, it's obviously have that same importance to him. Huge to him. So it's yours together. Yes. Right? Yeah. I mean, and that's and and that went off the table. You know, we've been together almost six years now, and it went off the table, off my list of things that I do. That's You're, really awesome. It, it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is, and he's. But um, but because of because of everything that I've learned from him, I've I've also learned about the specificity of fetishes and how um, they are so exacting. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like it has to be exactly like this. Yes, yeah. it has to be an open toed shoe, or it, it has, has to be. It has to be. Yeah, the arch cannot be lower than this. Yeah. Or whatever your fetish is. You know, if it's like an ass fetish. I do not like a flat ass. Or I don't like a round one. Or that's too poofy. It has to be whatever is in their head. And you set yourself up as as a provider of a fantasy that you cannot be. Yeah. Because whatever they have in their head, no human being is actually that. Yeah. It's like going to the vault. <laughs> it's like going to the party. Thank and it's, you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, and you, uh, you know, and the mistress loses. The mistress becomes nothing except yeah. a body part or a fantasy that she simply can't fulfill mm-hmm. because it's not real. It's a fetish. Yeah. You know, it's like the foot can never be dirty enough. The ass can never be stinky enough. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't be as big as his fantasy. Yeah. You can't be. Yeah. 
that thing that's not really actually real. I can see why you would try to stay away from that. That's kind of, yeah. Well, because because you set both of you up for disappointment. Yeah. There are people that are like, I oh, don't know, it's just a fetish. Like, no, it's yeah. you have no idea. Well, there, there's really no secondary word that someone's. It's a, it's a kink, maybe. No, it's that, well, that's else. the thing. But you know, if it's, whenever not, if it's not the full the, the real fetish, it's then it's not just a, a kink, fetish, or that it's just exactly. a thing. It's it's, it's a you know, yeah, it's, it's a like. Yeah, you know. it's like I have a fetish for Louboutins. No, you don't, because he's only been making shoes for so many years. Exactly. So you might like his better than anybody else's yes. shoes, but you are not going to actually get a divorce over them. Exactly. Yes. Well, <laughs> if you buy too many, maybe. But, yeah. <laughs> but but I mean, and that's the thing. And most marriages that really really fall apart due to kink, it's not because of submission. Because people can work their submissions into relationships. You can work that in. Yeah. Most wives are not going to go. No, I no. You will not help me around the house. Yes. You know, or uh, you know, we absolutely will not have that kind of deliciously fun sex. But when it comes to a fetish, if you don't understand what it is mm-hmm. and how deep it is and how it's life altering, then you can't deal with it. Yeah. And I'm just. He's really lucky, and he's really lucky that I'm willing to. You know. To to understand. Yeah. It's and yeah. and it's a nightmare for him. I'm sure. That's the thing, and that's what I don't think people understand about fetishes either, is how hard they are on the fetishes. Mm-hmm. My God, summertime, he literally, you know, he's like, he can barely make it over here, you know? Because <laughs> everywhere he's looking, <laughs> he's yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would be like, oh, it's pussy season. You know, if all of a sudden, every if every woman, that, you know, during these certain months walked around with no panties or bra on, yeah. imagine how thing. hard. And, and, and trying to not be caught at mm-hmm. being a freak and how they feel about and how he feels about himself because he wasn't like the other boys yeah thanks again to Mistress Winter you can find a link to her website on massacast.com in the link section coming up on the next episode my friend Wendy Blackheart then at one of the orgies I went to I was introduced and it was essentially hi this is Wendy she likes to do boys in the butt Wendy he's a boy who likes to get done in the butt talk amongst yourselves mm-hmm. And we both immediately ran off to go get our dicks. So thanks again for downloading, and we'll see you later.